Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of our High School Sports Weekly Update. Today we are joined by Ruben Rodriguez, head coach from East Lake. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Definitely, definitely. You guys had a tough one this weekend with uh, Kenya Teal. You made it look easy. I thought that was going to be a, a uh, closer game. Um, so what... What are some of the things that you guys did during the week to get ready for that game? You know, uh, I talked to our kids after the game and I, you know, I explained to them that everybody has their own identity. You know, I'm an old school business type of guy. I, we got to practice hard. We got to look sharp and, you know, hopefully it translates over the game. Didn't necessarily have the best week of practice. And I think that was my concern coming into our Thursday walkthrough. Um, but they showed up and played well. Uh, we, we jumped on them early. Had great offensive possessions early on in the game. Uh, you know, we uh, there was no secret for them. For them, they uh, they play they run GT, they run zone. Uh, they want to touch. You know, they want to get LG Martin as many touches. And we knew in order for us to have success, we had to put them in third down situations where they'd have to throw the ball. Uh, and we did that early. Um, we kind of folded a little bit right before the half. They, they put a nice little drive together. We were able to answer the, on, on the next play and a one play drive. So it kind of gave us the momentum back, but they, you know, we played tough. We played great defense, um, kept kept them off the field, you know, in the second half and and just got out of there healthy more than anything. Yeah, definitely. And so <clears throat> after two weeks, you guys are 2-0. and And you look at the numbers, man, and, and you guys are like, you got like triplets. You built like the Cowboys in the 90s. And so yeah. I'm looking at it uh, – your quarterback, Sebastian Rendon, if I pronounce his last name, I'm sorry. Uh, now you're good. 20, 25 for 51, 442 yards on the season, six touchdowns. So he went, what, 221? That's 221 a game. So he had in 66 yards rushing. Then uh, wide receiver Anthony Marino, um, seven catches, 182 yards. 91 yards a game friday four catches 144 yards and a touchdown and then your swiss army knife i i, I like to call him a swiss army knife elijah uribe i mean the kid is doing it all on the field uh 141 yards passing 240 yards rushing 175 receiving yards i mean he's doing it all 500 all-purpose yards six touchdowns so i mean what's been the secret for you guys early on to be successful as as successful as you guys have had well offensively i think our versatility with our skill position guys is is the key um when you had a guy like orano leave us for three years and there was really no reason for us to really want to run the ball we were athletic on the edges and you know, he had a great arm and was knowledgeable in the offense and, and, and did a good job of getting the ball where it needed to get. Um, I think we were, seven, you know, 77% pass and 23% rush, and people knew that. I thought it kind of took its effect to, on us late in the season into the playoffs. And then when, when those kids left, you know, we knew we were really going to be inexperienced at quarterback. And I think our staff did a great job of taking Sebastian from – you know, December, early December, up on through, you know, through through spring and the summer and getting him to understand that we didn't need, we, we didn't need to replace Orion. 
we needed him to manage the game. And I think he's done an outstanding job of that. Um, and then you talk about Eli. I mean, we knew that in order for us to have success, Eli has to get anywhere between 60 to 65% of the touches. That doesn't mean he has to run the ball every time, uh, but he does have to, you know, return the ball on kicks and punts. And uh, he does need to line up at quarterback at slot at running back. Um, and he's so knowledgeable in the offense that what people forget about Eli is Eli is actually a, a quarterback. He was a freshman quarterback and was able to crack the varsity as a sophomore and you probably wouldn't get much playing time behind Orion. So he asked for a position change and had a breakout. He ended up getting hurt his sophomore year, but had a great year last year. And uh, that's why we're able to do what we do. And, um, you know, I don't know that anybody would trust their, uh, trust a non slash quarterback kind of guy uh, to throw the ball in situations like that. But in each of our first two games in our opening drive, we've been, we've been successful at scoring to start off the game. And both of those possessions or both of those games, in those possessions, those first game possessions have been Eli throwing a touchdown pass. So, you know, he compliments Sebastian. I think he makes Sebastian. But the other thing is our offensive line. We're really experienced up front. You know, our 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 right tackle this this week. I mean, I've I I I'm not a guy that counts pancakes. I just grade kids out on performances, but he had 15 pancakes. You know, six three, 315 pounds, wow. three year starter that's just physical as heck and 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 got after it and really, really set the tempo for us uh, all the way across with our offensive line. So I think that we need to let those kids know that, you know, their hard work and their experience is definitely the benefit to our program right now on offense. And, uh, you know, the versatility with Eli and, and Sebastian's play right now is real key for us. Definitely. Now, so who do you guys have up next? We're playing Parkland. We play Parkland this Friday uh, at 4 p.m. at the stack. You know, we're the first game of the doubleheader, so – Kind of excited about that opportunity. Good football team. I know they're all in two, but they played some really, really tough games. Uh, you yes. know, they, they had Eastwood on the books, and then they turned around and had a bad start against Andres. Uh, you take out that first quarter, and it's it's a three. You know, it's 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 a pretty much even game. You know, unfortunately, you yeah. can't erase the first the, the first part of that game. But you know, to Andres Andres's credit, they played really well early, and you know, credit to Parkland, they fought back and made it close. Yeah. Um just to kind of talk about, like, they've got this murderous Rose schedule. Like, literally, they have played our top three teams in the city their first three games of the season. So they're right. going to play one, right. two, and three, and it's crazy. Um, but well, that know, will set them yeah. up for later on in the season. Right. Well, we'll have that, that opportunity, you know. I think the parity in our district and, and, and across town is is really, really uh, – it, it, I think it's pretty even. Uh, you know, with COVID coming into play and, and the inexperience of some kids that are having to play varsity level right now, uh, I think that kind of evens out all the way across. But Coach Franz and, and, and his guys, I mean, I had the opportunity to work with Coach Franz for many years over at Riverside High. Uh, but we actually hired his son this past offseason – one of our offensive coordinators so it's kind of entertaining to go against an old friend and have his ha have his son on our staff and kind of you know just kind of entertain the opportunity to play a great football game on friday so let's kind of talk about your roster for a little bit coach um we talked about the triplets and you right. touched on that offensive line what are some of the other key players that you guys have on that roster that um, are making a difference for you guys and putting you in positions to be successful early on here? 
I think one of the things that consistently consistently uh, gets overseen here, not just you know with our program, but I think in, in all of El Paso is, is is the play of certain or particular defenses throughout the years. Um, we're very happy with the progress that we've made this year uh, defensively. Um, you know, we, we've got a great player, a linebacker, and, and, and a kid by the name of Hector Noho, who's a junior. Oh, Hector's a – Hector was on the varsity last year and, and, and suffered an injury and missed a big, big part of the season, but he's back. He's, he's an all-state wrestler for us, uh, wrestled at the state tournament. You can see that his confidence from wrestling has transitioned over to the football field, and that was huge for him and for us, the way he's playing. Uh, of course, when you talk about our defense, you got to talk about our, our big man down, down on the on, on defensive line of scrimmage, and that's Caleb Emery. Uh, it'll be very interesting this week. Uh, you got you got uh, McDuffie over at Parkland going up against Caleb. You know, it's going to be entertaining to watch. Both about six three. I think you know their kid might be a little bit heavier, but I mean, Caleb's probably one of the most athletic guys we ever had in this place. Uh, can play all. Yeah, of, you know, he can play in, play outside. So. You know he's That's he's, he's kind of excited for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, just depend on how you scheme and how you think of things. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you kind of want to put your best guy on on their worst guy to give you that opportunity. But we're going to kind of scheme it a little bit different. Um, you talk about our linebacker play; I think it's been tremendous. Uh, well, our, our two defensive coordinators are Arturo Poblano and Noe Robles, and Coach Robles has done an outstanding job. On, in the middle half of that of that unit, uh, and getting these kids ready, you know, taking into consideration Hector and bringing in guys like Brandon Lira and Aiden Moreno to kind of fill spots that were avoided by graduation last year. That was important for us. And then the back end, I think, is the strength of of how we're able to scheme the front. Uh, you know, you, you've got a three year starter in Jaime Guerrero, who's um, one of the top secondary guys in El Paso, and then you've got a a, a corner, a three year corner, uh, three year starter at corner for us, Alfonso Mancera. Uh, we kind of were hit pretty bad uh, in the summer. Um, we we uh, we we had a we had a, a kid, a military kid, come in and put an extremely amount of work, and he he ended up being transferred out with his family to South Carolina. So we lost him, and then turned around and we lost one of our other corners who had a lot of experience. Uh, uh, to injury, he's now getting ready to come back this week. So, uh, just kind of excited about that. You know, Alexis Castro, who's a, a two-year starter for us, you know, playing down safety. So, I think that our back end complements our front end really, really well. And I think that our coaches and our players do a good job of just kind of putting it together. I had a phone call from a, from from some of the guys and kind of excited at the opportunity that, that you know we're we're playing with people now and fans in the stands and. And they said, man, but that, you know, after week one, it was like the defense looked really, really good. And so uh, that's kind of exciting, kind of trying to build on that. Uh, you know, you're going to have to play really well against a really explosive team this Friday and get ready for the bye week and go into district. Yeah, that's uh, definitely – like I mentioned Parkland having a tough schedule. You guys have not had an easy schedule easy either. Um, right. Kenya Teal, one of the top teams here in the city – um, that first week, who did you guys play week one? El Dorado. We played Coach Martinez in El Dorado. His and, first and, game. El Dorado, yep. And so, I mean, you guys had a tough out-of-district schedule. Even though it was local, it was definitely a tough right. schedule. Um, and I think that that's going to set you guys up well for when you start district play. Let's kind of touch on the district play a little bit. Um, 
only you guys in Eastwood have won out of six eight. Everybody's zero and two. What, I think, what do you I think, think is some of that? Well, I mean, I, obviously the the level of competition. You know, you 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 take into consideration what Coach Fama Famaligi and Mawood has done. They've been out, you know, playing Midland High and and their new program. They're with their new head coach, and then turn around and play San Angelo, you know, pretty tight here at the sack on Friday. You know, you you take Coach Torres and his Federal Hill Spartans, and you know they they went down and played Permian tight and took you know Del Valle to the end. Um, coach Melton and his crew, you know, playing. Um, you know, going all the way down to, to, to Tyvee or down there to Kerrville and playing against, you know, Ruder High School for Brian. So I think everybody's kind of, you know, had their own approach to what what is this, what it is that they want to do for their program. Um, you know, we definitely would entertain the opportunity to be able to go out. But I think I think confidence has a lot to do with it. You know, um, this is this is an opportunity for us to to kind of play locally and maybe not get out more importantly just develop some kind of rhythm and more more than that is injury free you know i'm, I'm sure that when you're playing in, in big games like that you, you suffer a large amount of aches and pains and so hopefully none of those are are season ending but uh you know i think our approach needs to be our, our approach needs to be a little bit more aggressive and maybe trying to get out out of our pass and play at least one or two teams uh, like the other the other guys have definitely definitely and so Last year, you guys lost the one game to Eastwood. No, you guys didn't lose at all in the oh, regular yeah, season. We didn't, we didn't lose. We lost the, yeah, we lost the first playoff game to San Angelo Central. So how did they determine who was first last year? Was it a coin toss? What ended up happening – yeah, what ended up happening – no, what ended up happening is they, they actually played one more district game than we did. Um, and, okay. And so – we both had not lost and they had played one more. So, I mean, that was agreed upon, you know, I think after uh, the first game, the first non-district game that we played, um, and there was really no way around it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. They, they, they won more games. Like really how you determine the winner. Had they lost their one game, you know, or a game and we won out, then you know, that it was the team that had the most wins. So hopefully it gets decided on the field this year. Oh, um. uh, yeah, I hope so. I mean, I think – you know, kind of excited. You know, we made the jump last year. Uh, it's kind of an abbreviated schedule, so we're kind of excited about being able to grind it out for, for, for what appears to be 10 weeks. Uh, hopefully we don't get shut down or get placed in a bad situation or anything like that, but we're excited about that opportunity to play. Definitely. You talked about making that jump, and I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be a, 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 a fall off just a little bit um, going into this year with all that you guys lost from last year. But, I mean, I got to commend you and your staff coach. You guys have done a great job of getting this group ready to play to their strengths and really tailoring everything that you guys are doing around those players' strengths and not using that cookie-cutter approach that you see a lot here where – instead of it being a system, you guys are building a program right. around your players. And, and I commend you guys on that. It's been, it's been a, it's, it's been a tough battle. Uh, you know, we really did not get off COVID restrictions. till like late in the spring, we had the opportunity of spring ball. We knew the importance of spring ball. Um, our coaches 
teams did an outstanding job during during the quarantine and during the fall season and, and building up into that. Um, one thing that people kind of figure out is we put all our kids in, in to run track. So they, they all participate in that. So it gives them the opportunity to continue to compete. And right at the end of track season is when we jump into spring ball. Uh, but knowing knowing what we had coming back and, and our strengths and, and our program reval at the end of the season, uh, we really had gotten away offensively from doing what we were most, what we were more comfortable doing as a staff. You know, our, our our versatility with our misdirection, our formations, our you know let's let's do things for for the benefit of the program, and, and we always did that. Uh, you know, I just thought that we had a very very special quarterback a couple of years ago, or or in Orion, and and I and and he was able to be another general or another coach on the field. And we let a lot of things kind of go in that direction and, and it gave him the opportunity to prepare himself for college. Now, going back to this year, we're totally two, we're two totally different teams. Um, you know, we can still continue to throw the ball if need be, uh, but we're, 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 we can run it as well more effectively. Uh, you know, again, we talk about the experience that we have up front um, and then understanding how to utilize our personnel. I think that's huge. Uh, I was talking to, um, somebody that was breaking us down and we and we've lined up in 77 different formations in the first two weeks and that's a credit to our kids and that's a credit to our coaches because they go in and we come in and game plan and there are certain things that we want and, and we try to out you know outnumber them in situations and you know it gives us an opportunity to do that it gives us an opportunity to do that and uh, we definitely take, take full advantage of that so hats off to the guys on our staff all all, all, got, all the guys that put in all the all the work and we just try, try to Kind of find out where their strength is and keep going. Makes it hard to game plan. Right. Well, Coach, I want to thank you for taking the time to joining us this week. Um, awesome. Hopefully we'll get to see you back on again later on in the season. Absolutely. Talk a little bit more. Awesome. This has been our High School Sports Weekly update with Coach Ruben Rodriguez. Thank you guys for watching. Have a blessed one.